Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, you're about to get smarter in just a few minutes with Curiosity Daily from Discovery. Time flies when you're learning super cool stuff. I'm Nate. And I'm Callie. If you're dropping in for the first time, welcome to Curiosity, where we aim to blow your mind by helping you to grow your mind. If you're a loyal listener, welcome back. Today, you'll learn about the brain's ability or inability to rewire itself, the imagination of rats, and how dogs can have a positive effect on those suffering from PTSD. Without further ado, let's satisfy some curiosity. We've all heard stories about the miracles of our adaptive brains, like how someone loses their eyesight and their brain sort of rewires itself to allow them to echolocate. Totally. They can basically, you know, follow the sounds as they bounce off of objects in front of them, right? Exactly. The idea is that the area of the brain that was once responsible for sight repurposed itself to this new function. There are stories of stroke patients who have lost mobility in one of their limbs, but their brain builds new pathways to compensate. Is that an example of this repurposing? That is right. Anytime a new ability arises out of some kind of injury or trauma, researchers have chalked it up to this magical rewiring of the brain circuitry. But a new study is demystifying that magic. Okay, so I know that anytime someone chalks something up to magic, somewhere a scientist gets a migraine and rolls their eyes. (laughs) But are you saying that these new abilities don't actually exist? People aren't actually echolocating? I, I mean, I thought that had been proven. Well, see, that's where the study gets really interesting. It's both simpler and more complicated than you might think. So the thinking has always been that when a new function or ability arises after an injury, that is evidence that the regions of the brain responsible for those abilities have fundamentally changed themselves to accommodate those changes. That's basically what they call brain plasticity, right? Yep. So Professors Tamar Macon and John Krakauer, uh, not the author, this John Krakauer is a neuroscientist, decided to put that theory to the test. They looked at 10 previous studies that claimed to demonstrate this kind of plastic rewiring, and they concluded that these new behaviors didn't have anything to do with the creation of new brain functions. Hmm. So what's going on? Well, they think that the brain has all of these incredible functions already baked in, and when an injury takes place, they are either activated or amplified. Okay, wow. So I see what you mean. On one hand, the brain being able to rewire itself seems... Like some kind of magic. And the idea that all those functions exist already is much simpler, but it also means that the brain is much more capable as it is. Like, it it doesn't need to build new circuits. And being clear-eyed about that can make a huge difference in treatment for injuries. If patients are just expecting their brains to rewire themselves to get them to recovery, they won't have a realistic expectation of the work that goes into getting better. That makes sense. Thinking that the brain just changes all of a sudden feels like, you know, sort of a shortcut. Yeah. As the research team makes pretty clear, recovery is based on hard work, repetition, and training. Not on the brain, just magically reallocating resources. One thing that separates humans from animals is the ability to imagine new and novel things. You mean like invent things? Uh, Kind of, but not exactly. So here's an example. Uh, I want you to close your eyes and imagine a bird. Okay, got it. Now, imagine this bird is dressed in a tiny tuxedo with a top hat and a monocle. (laughs) Okay, Uh, done. He is very cute. As he should be. So that's the kind of new and novel thing I'm talking about. In other words, we have an imagination. 
But a more important form of imagination is the kind that allows us to envision things that already exist or events that happened in the past. Which is kind of just memory though, right? Sort of, but that also extends into the future. So before you go grocery shopping, you can conjure up an image of the buildings you'll pass along the way to the store or the location of the lettuce you're going to buy in the produce section. Sure, we can kind of construct the world around us without having to actually go out into it. We imagine it. So what if I told you that rats have that same kind of imagination? <laughs> All right, well, my first thought is that's pretty cute in like a ratatouille kind of way. But my second thought is how on earth could we get inside the imaginations of rats? Well, buckle up, my friend, because that is exactly where a team of researchers went. This suddenly took a sharp turn from Ratatouille to Tron. Okay, that just gave me a great idea for a screenplay. Talk about that <laughs> later. But you are onto something there. So researchers have always been curious about the imaginative capabilities of animals. I mean, yeah, if I'm thinking about this logically, animals definitely have memories because they're able to repeat behaviors. Like my roommate's dog always knows when it's dinner time and always goes straight to his dog bowl, right? So I... I would think it would be something like that. And wouldn't that kind of imply that he can bring up an image of his dog bowl in his imagination? Maybe. Thing is, there just wasn't any way to know for sure up until now. So a team of researchers at the Howard Hughes Medical Institute created a tiny virtual reality setup built especially for rats. Wait, no way. Mm-hmm. But instead of just a headset, they were surrounded by a 360-degree VR screen that showed different locations just how you'd see different worlds in a VR game. So they also rigged them up with a brain-machine interface. Think of it like a super-advanced gaming headset that well, can actually read your brain waves. I know I sound really old-school, but I think I'll stick to Fruit Ninja. Oh, but relating to VR, like Fruit Ninja in VR, actually super fun. Okay. <laughs> but still, fair enough. Uh, however, this setup is super cool, really. The brain-machine interface, or BMI, was connected to the hippocampus, which is kind of like the brain's GPS and memory center. It could read the rat's thoughts as they navigated through the virtual world. This is like the craziest sci-fi story ever. It gets even better. They did two basic experiments. One they called Jumper and the other Jedi. <laughs> Gosh dang it, I love nerdy scientists. So in the Jumper experiment, the rats were trained to navigate to a specific location in the VR world. But here's the twist. Instead of moving physically, the rats had to think about moving to that place. Their brain activity was translated into movement in the VR world. Whoa, okay. It's like imagining going to the fridge for some yogurt, and instead of actually going, your avatar goes. This is crazy. Yeah, it is. And the Jedi experiment had the rats move an object in the VR world to a specific location, even though they couldn't move physically. So they used the force. You get it. They had to control their brain activity to sort of think the object into the right spot. These two experiments demonstrated that the rats could not only control their brain activity to do these tasks, but they were able to imagine being in different places in the VR world. So they could think about things in places that aren't right in front of them. Like us, they have imaginations. So, okay, don't get me wrong. I love this crazy study. But why do we need to know if rats have imaginations? <laughs> yep, I, uh... I imagined you would ask that. Oh my gosh, yeah, good one. Yeah, sorry. Mm -hmm. So first, it helps us understand the hippocampus better, both in rats and in humans. And that kind of understanding can help researchers develop new tech, like advanced prosthetics that could be controlled just by thinking. 
So this sophisticated sci-fi rat imagination experiment could actually lead to better lives for people with mobility issues or other physical challenges? That is the idea. Okay, awesome. Did any of these rats use their imaginations to, like, whip up a great batch of ratatouille? Oh, no, but, okay, so that reminds me. So imagine <laughs> a rat pulling your hair while you're on a motorcycle. So Tron, I got it. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Dogs make people feel good. That is no secret. They can be loyal friends, protectors, and the best kind of good listeners. Sure. I mean, they don't judge. They don't talk back. It's just pure love. Absolutely. And now a new study suggests that simply having a dog nearby when you sleep can alleviate some of the biological pressures of post-traumatic stress disorder, or PTSD. I mean, honestly, that's not that surprising, but I am curious what biological pressures are we talking about here? Namely, the study found that having a dog nearby lowered veterans' heartbeats. Okay, so I like this. But we've talked about a ton of studies, and I know that there are a million factors that influence our heart rates. Like, I mean, just standing up from a chair will make it go up. How could they possibly zero in on the dog's effects on these veterans? That is a great question, and it's one that the researchers struggled with as well. Let's talk a little bit about the study. So the participants in the study were 45 U.S. military veterans undergoing PTSD treatment at the VA Palo Alto Healthcare System. They were all taking part in an incredible program called Pause for Purple Hearts. Oh, I've heard of that. It really is sort of an amazing program. They pair up vets with dogs, right? That is a big part of it, but they do so much more. Like we talked about, dogs have a massively positive effect on our mental health. Just gazing into their eyes can release oxytocin, which makes us feel all warm and cozy and full of love. But the participants in this study went way further than that. They were paired up with professional dog trainers to train their canine companion to be service animals. So they probably already had positive effects from that, right? Totally. And each dog was trained by two veterans who alternated training weeks. One week you'd have very close contact with your dog, and the next week you'd have very little contact. And because, like you said, heart rates vary wildly during the day, they studied the vet's heart rates at night while they slept. Okay, so a participant has his heart rate monitored while he sleeps. One week he's sleeping solo, and the next week he's sleeping next to his canine trainee. I mean, that's a great way to control variables, right? That's the thinking, and they found that, in fact, when the veterans had a dog in their room while they slept, their heart rates were lower by an average of about two beats per minute. And that effect was even more pronounced in those who were suffering from the more severe cases of PTSD. I mean, I don't need more studies to tell me that dogs are great and they make you feel good, but. This is actually pretty incredible. Simply having a dog near you when you sleep has a noticeably positive effect. So there are some caveats, of course. Uh-huh. Uh, sample size, I assume? Yeah. There were only 45 participants. They were all male, all military veterans, and all suffering from some level of PTSD. But here's the thing. PTSD can be a crippling condition. We've talked a lot about it before because not only is it pretty horrible, it affects a lot of people, especially veterans. Right. I know it can lead to intrusive memories, nightmares, flashbacks, really terrible anxiety. Yeah, it grabs hold of your entire life and often leads to higher risks of cardiovascular disease, 
alcoholism, high blood pressure, and poor diet. So researchers are literally working around the clock to find treatments that can give these heroes their lives back. And lowering your heart rate by two beats per minute might not sound like much, but it's a piece of a much larger puzzle. Even if it didn't have a positive effect, there's certainly nothing wrong with, I mean, sleeping next to your puppy friend. (laughs) Agreed. And if you need your own dose of oxytocin, you can watch The Puppy Bowl on Animal Planet on Sunday, February 11th at 2 p.m. Eastern and 11 a.m. Pacific. Oh my gosh, I've already got my alarm set. (laughs) Let's recap what we learned today to wrap up. New research is challenging the widely held belief that the brain can rewire itself for new functions following injury, arguing instead that recovery is based on enhancing pre-existing abilities through training and learning. The research emphasizes the brain's adaptive capacity rather than a miraculous rewiring, which could have huge implications for rehabilitation and patient expectations. Researchers have made a groundbreaking discovery that rats, like humans, possess the ability to imagine. Using a combination of virtual reality and a brain-machine interface, they reveal that rats can think about and navigate to places or move objects in their minds, opening new doors to understanding animal cognition and potential advancements in neurotechnology. A new study revealed that U.S. military veterans diagnosed with PTSD experienced lower heart rates during sleep when in close proximity to a service dog particularly those with more severe symptoms. This finding underscores the potential therapeutic benefits of service dogs in managing PTSD-related health risks. Curiosity Daily is produced by Wheelhouse DNA for Discovery. You can find our show wherever you get your podcasts, and we love if you could leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Our Discovery executive producer is Dominique Vu. Our Wheelhouse DNA executive producer is Cassie Berman. This show is hosted by Callie Gate and Nate Bonham. Our producer is Kiara Noni, and our associate producer is Kimaya Floyd. Writing is done by Sam Osterhout. Sound design, audio engineering, and editing by Nick Karasami. I'm Nate Bonham. And I'm Callie Gade. We'll see you next week. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project... There's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.